Oh, sponsors. Lily Nishmasi Mimi Rossi Rusmus Mordechai. What's the Shabbos? No tie. I didn't have time to put my tie on. Sorry. I don't remember the parents of the Chayes. Heshi, hech, echt, hecht. F245. We'll just know him as that. Um, uh, these are all not in order. Okay, listen to this. What does breitkeit mean? So we had a whole discussion. What, is, what does the word mean? So it goes like this. Yom Kippur, you mentioned the Yiddish word breitkeit. I found the word expansive to be the, as close a translation to breitkeit. Thank you for the Gavalikish Urim, especially the props. Moshe Heber. Moshe Bron. I think the closest translation to breakout would be expansiveness. Great. And then we have over here another shot. From Tuli Adler. Breakout and abundance. So no, what's the two against? Two to one. Expansiveness. Okay. It's three emails about breakout. Rabbi, so listen to this. From Sid Wellman. You guys remember Sid, anybody? In the first week of February, I was diagnosed with COVID. The doctors told my wife I had a 50-50 chance. I was put into a coma for four months. I've been with you from Brochas Dav Beis. When I came out of the coma, a Ness, I asked my son-in-law, where in Psachim are we up to in Daf Yoimi? You believe this? He comes out of a coma and that's the first thing he asked. Psachim. Psachim, he says. We're finishing Yuma. I, if I, that's a typical son-in-law. If it was his father, he'd say, no, no, we're holding the gimel and psachim, you're doing okay. No, it's his father-in-law. Hey, you messed up a little bit. We're in Yuma. Baruch Hashem, many nisim, thanks to my wife and Hashem, I'm recovering and keeping up with the daf. After six months in the hospital, I'm finally home. Thank you, Rebelli, for your wonderful share. Sid Wellman, wow, unbelievable. Four shleima. And here we have one from Gershin Dubin. He says, a great story of Shlem Zaman Oyerbach. It's perfect for tonight, Rabbi Isai. Someone was boasting how he went to the shuk of Arba Minim an hour before candlelighting and got Arba Minim for pennies. Shlem Zaman told him that it's a bazillion of the mitzvah to wait until the last minute. The guy answered, Hillel. So Shlem Zaman said, look at the Lashon Gemara." Meaning he lived his entire life according to that midah when it could cost him money or tich or whatever. This was his midah. You can't just pick that midah for doing a mitzvah and when you look to buy a car, you shop all over the place for the best deal. If you live your whole life like Kilel, okay, so you go to the Arab Minyashuk. It's a bizarre mitzvah. I know people that do it. They go to the Arab Minyashuk, they wait until everything is like pennies and it says bizarre mitzvah. You want to treat the mitzvah, you want to go out there on a lighter note, almost no one in Flatbush at Sala, the large branch, knows anywhere close to the names of all the members. They always refer to each other by the number. That's why my wife stopped coming to the annual Malava Malka. B whatever, F whatever. That didn't come out good. And of course, a huge shakoyach this year, Gershin Dubin. Oh boy. Red? Not bad, okay. It was a mistake. An honest mistake. Oh, and here's one. He says like this. Mayed, showing that, I said that Mayed, the mem is 40, and the rest of the letters equal 80, so 
you get double the amount that you spend on Yontif. So he says, Shaita. We actually see this in Zmiris each week. It doesn't say the word Shaita. Besides the long list of rewards mentioned, it says in Barkalalyan, the Ashrei Kol Get paid double. Okay, great. Rabbi Zai, uh, today I, they asked me to speak at the Kiddush uh, for Mayor Kenig, a very dear friend of mine. And I was about to say my favorite story about him, and I couldn't. And I'll tell you why. So I said, I told the Oilam there that I'll say it later, so I'll say it now. Is that, is that my phone? I think it is. It must be. Here, deal with this. So, no, it's okay. You don't have to tell me anything. Just tell me I'm middle share. Fine. So, basically, Mayor introduced me to Yerushalmi Yid from Ramabet, and he, his wife was dying from cancer, and he had all these children, and I went into their house. He took me into his house. He shmooze with me until two in the morning. I went to his house, and I saw eight children in one bedroom, three per bed. Three children on a bed, and uh, and the baby was in a stroller. Eight children, boys, girls, everything. The kala was there. He had a daughter, kala, and uh, the, the matzah was very bad. He's a he's a phenomenal rebbe, this Yushama guy. I later went to see him in action. He's a famous rebbe in the neighborhood. So it turns out, unfortunately, the wife was nifter the week of the chasana, right before the chasana. It was a terrible situation. So I I told Mayor, I said. You want to come with me to America? We'll, we'll collect money for him. Without hesitating, yeah, let's go. We got on a plane the next day. We were there for like a week. We, we, got, we made $50,000. Very nice. And we, we paid for the wedding, the whole thing. So I wasn't going to say this story. I'm going to say the next story. And then I saw that this Yerushalmi is in the audience. So I had to skip it. But I thought it was a beautiful story. I want to tell the Eilam about Mary Kenny because I speak about him a lot. He's literally a Godl Hadar in Chesed. He does so much Chesed and Chesed and more Chesed. His whole life evolves around Chesed. Very cool story, I thought. So this Yushami guy asked Mayor if he could borrow his brand new car. It was only a few days old, literally, within the week that he bought it. Of course, no problem, take it. For Shabbos, yeah, the whole thing. Shami guy barely drives. What happened? Returns it all fashmushed. So, Mary looks at him and he sees that he's nervous. Like, you know, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do. So, Mary tells him, you know, I, I like smashed cars because the iron heart is brand new. I was hoping that, you know, I could smash myself, but it's a good thing you took care of the smash. Baruch Hashem, now I don't have an iron heart. Okay, that's a nice story. But here's the kicker. The insurance would have paid for the whole the fixing of the car, no problem. It was covered. But Mayor never fixed the car, because if he fixes the car, you shall me think he's lying. That Lemafreo is in this gala that he wanted, he didn't want the bang, and that he's lying just to make him feel good. So he, he has the car ready for a year, the car is all banged up, smashed up, he drives. I thought it was a beautiful story. And so I didn't say the story because the Yushalmi was there, it wasn't nice. The Yushalmi comes over to me after the thing, he goes, you know what, ha- I got to tell you the story. And he tells me this whole story. <laughs> ah, come on, now you tell me? I said, yeah, but he... He, he's trying to make me feel good. He still drives around like that. I know that he's lying. <laughs> so anyways, okay, fine. My, I'm telling you, it's a true story. And I had a picture of the car, him driving with the smashed up thing. So now, as Yaitzai said the story, and now, Rabbi Sai, we could start the Mishnah on Daf Yudzayinam's base. 
I have a, a, a riddle. If a person only has $2 in his pocket, set aside for mikvah purposes, what should he use the money for? To go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur, Erev Yom Kippur, Erev Rosh Hashanah, or Erev Sukkot, which is coming up in a day. Anybody? He got the answer. You say Sukkot, why Sukkot? I wouldn't be asking anyway. It's very nice, very nice. Mikvah is a mitzvah? I didn't know it was a mitzvah. I didn't, what is it? Ah, it's a mitzvah. Okay. I didn't know I didn't it's a mitzvah. I'm learning new things every day. It's a mitzvah. He says it's a mitzvah. Where? It's a, it's a, fine. It's a, yeah. So the answer is, we're going to see in a second. Says the Mishnah. So now we're switching gears. We're talking about Yontif. Yontif that falls out right after Shabbos on a Sunday. We're talking about toiling things in the mikvah, including yourself, your body, Caleb. Say Bishama, you have to do everything before Shabbos. You have the opportunity to do it before Shabbos. Do it before Shabbos. Says Rashi. And brings the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah, Bezer Shem. We're heading there. Very, very soon. We'll be there in about a month. Chayiv Adam Letar Es Atzmai Beregel. in those days at least, when everything is done on Tahara, what's the, what's the idea? They should eat everything, the Karbanas. You're eating Karbanas on the Regal, on Yantav. Yeah, it should be Betahara. So again, if you can only afford one mikvah, you go to the mikvah on Sukkot. You don't go on the mikvah of Yom Kippur. Because there's a Chayiv, to be toyable before every yontif, including sukkahs. It's chiyuv, chayiv. You see, it's a mitzvah. See that, Doc? Chal yizach ha-shavz v'sham yoyimim, madbim z'akom v'vnei shavz, v'sil oyimim, keilim milfnei ha-shavz, v'odom b'shavz. V'sil oyimim, they say that a person can go into the mikvah for himself on shavz. V'shavin, but everybody agrees, sh'mashikin es-hamayim b'kli-even l'tahara. So, if you have water, could water become tummy? If water becomes tummy, has the mikveh not become tummy? Because the mikveh can't become tummy, neither can an ocean. But water could become tummy. Food becomes tummy, water can become tummy. If it's mayim shuv, it's in a cup like this, this could become tummy. Now, I'm a kayin or a makbir on tahara. In those days, everything is about tum and tahara. So I need to do something with my water. I need to make it tar. What do I do? How do you make this water tar? Hashaka. You can't, I can't dunk this in a mikvah because I won't have the water anymore. I don't want to drink the, the water from the mikvah. That's not very good, especially in those days without filters. So what I do is I touch the top of my water to the mikvah. I go like this real carefully. A little of the nastiness touches. And then this becomes tar. Once it becomes tar, good. And that's what... There's a bar hashaka today. We have bar zriya. Those are two di- different bars that are bar hashaka. What they have today in mikvahs is a bar, and there's a hole in the in the middle. And this is a bar, let's say, full of rainwater. And the the place where everybody dunks into is just regular sink water. And there's a hole from one to the other, and they touch each other, and that makes the entire mikvah kosher. So the same thing. What? What good asset? If it touches a little bit, the whole thing becomes tar. 
It's all connected. Any water that's connected is part of it. Anybody wants a tour, Gershon is in charge of the most gorgeous mikveh here. I actually it was the first time that I was toivel in that mikveh, Erevim Kippur. It's beautiful. Over there, obviously, for the, the, the rices, the very makbit, they have the two bars. Zri and Ashaka, Zri is a little different. The rainwater falls into there and it spills over. Okay. But we're talking about Ashaka here. So what happened? It goes like this. If this is stone, stone, it doesn't become tame, so I could use the stone. I cannot be toivel a kli. I can't put the whole thing in the mikvah because now what I'm doing is a trick. I'm making the kli tar together with the water, but you're not allowed to make a kli. We just started the mission. You shouldn't make a kli tar on Yantav. The only thing you can do is the water. We'll see in the Gemara what this means. If you have the wrong intention, one chabura to another chabura, you, you had a mind to eat the carbon Pesach with these people, and you were told for that, and then you want to go, that's fine. Okay, we'll see in the Gemara. Says the Gemara, the Kuli Alma Mias, Kli B'Shavas Loi. According to everybody, you can't just take, if this Kli is Tomei, I can't put it in the mikvah. My timer, what's the reason? This is a very, very famous rabbah. We're going to have this rabbah in two days from now, or on Shabbos. Why can't you bring a lulav to, to, to shul? Why don't we shake lulav on Shabbos? Why a few days ago on Rosh Hashanah we didn't blow shoifer? Or we did, but if it's Shabbos, we don't blow shoifer. Why? So we're also... It's the same idea. I just want to show you real quickly that we're going to be talking about why can't you be toivel akli on Shabbos? There are four reasons in the Gemara. One is Shemi Avirenu Dalam is Rishon Gzeira, maybe you'll do Sechita. Tabeged. Gzeira Shemo Yasha. If you don't do it in time, you might leave the kli laying around. And what's going to happen? That kli will touch something, make something tummy. So I don't want. I, do it before you do it right now. Don't procrastinate. And Nirik Misak and Kli, we're very familiar with this one, that when you put a Kli in a mikvah, it looks as if you're fixing it before it was also to use now. It's more, these are the four reasons. Now, in the four Svaras, of the, in, in this first one, talk about the first one. First one is Shema Yavirena Arbamis Mishra. If you're allowed to be toivel a Kli on Shabbos, you might come to carry it. So the Gemara is going to ask, Five questions on it. And that's going to take us basically to like 10, 12 lines from the bottom of Omer Aleph. These five questions, very simple questions, similar answer. Question number one is, what about a bar in your chatzar? If you have a bar, you're not worried about going Dalad Amas. So we talk for a second about Avatuma, but we're going to go weiter. These are just five the same question over and over from a different bride from a different place. Big Danido that became Tomei, how do you make them tar? Okay, let's see inside. Says the Gemara, What are you concerned? You're concerned that the guy might carry on Chavez. He has his own mikvah in his house. Right? It's not a problem today. $10,000, you're all set with a filter and a heater in your house. How do I know? I'll tell you in a few days. How do I know? No, but it's not open to the public. 
Okay, Zera, you can't say, oh, but what if he has it here? You can't blow a shoifer in your house. Once it's also, it's also. There's no problem of carrying on Yonta. Because Yonta about the Shabbos. So the guys are that also. Umigazrina, do we make a Xeri like that? But Nan, Vishovin. So, you could take the water and kind of kiss the other water. You do a shocker, they touch each other, and it's okay. And if you go to Xerus, Nixer Ashoka, Otto, Hatbola. The Ashoka should be a problem. You might put the whole clean, the Betisbara. If the guy has nice bottled water at home, so why does he have to do a shock to this water? Because he doesn't have water. We're not similar to Rutsim. We're not concerned. There's no, no reason to be geyser xeris where a guy is super, super careful. Okay, he doesn't have the water. It's very important to him. He's not, he's not going he's gonna, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna to be careful. It says, you're allowed to take a pail. Take the whole pail and pretend, sort of pretend, not pretend, you go and you draw water with the pail. But what happens when you draw with the pail? The whole pail goes into the, into the water below the ground and memela becomes tar. The pail is tame. So I'm allowed to draw water with that pail, put it into the ground, take it out, and it's tar. Now Rashi asks on the spot, we just learned a second ago, that you can't take a kli, you cannot take a kli, and put it into the mikvah. If it has water in it, you can't do that. All of a sudden, I'm allowed to take a whole pail and put it into the water. Why? What's the difference? So, you're right, and therefore? Oh, so you're saying you're saying very good. There's a big difference if the, the kli is full, we're discussing. If the clay is full, then everybody knows why you're doing this. Everybody sees you're trying to get, why are you putting a clay with water in it into a, into a mikvah? What's wrong with you? When you go to the mikvah, you go with empty Caleb. Why, why is this full of water? Because it's tame and you're trying to get it to be tar. So then why are you dunking the whole thing in? Ah, but if you have a, a glee, you have a pail, nobody knows what you're doing. Nobody, it doesn't say on the pail, oh, this is tame. So they, everybody that watches thinks that you're doing the right thing. You're just trying to draw water and that's okay. Again, you're making all these gzeris. The Gemara started off gzeris. What if a guy has a, a, well, a well in his house, in his backyard? Oh, that's also awesome because we already go. What about Yontif? We were geyser. But how come in these cases we're not geyser? What if I'm going to take the pail? I'm not going to draw water. I'm going to take the pail and put it into a mikvah. I might do that. Nobody was concerned about it. What's it, the Gemara is just saying, why in some cases do we make Xerius? Why in some cases we don't make Xerius? There's no reason to be geyser. There's a special reason. People know the only way I can be toivel this pale is by drawing water. I can't be toivel. So they remember. They don't get confused. Oh. Now by the way, Rashi points out here, this kli became Tomei Ba'avatuma. We're going to discuss it in a second. We might as well show it now. Very, very simple stuff. Again, this is the other chart. You have the Trumas Maizu chart. This is a simple chart. 
the guys love it because something that's so confusing, like Tumantayr becomes very, very simple and a very, very basic level. First we have Avi Avaisa Tuma. Avi Avaisa Tuma is a dead person, the highest level of Tuma. And it just keeps on going down and down and down in Madrega every single time. Avatuma is either a Sheretz, a Sheretz doesn't become Aviyavazatuma, it's only Avatuma, or a person that touched a dead person. He's also Avatuma. A live person that touched Aviyavaz, he goes down one Madrega. He can't be as strong as the source. He always goes down one Madrega. Or Azav, Zava, Nida. Avatuma, they're a source by itself. Fine. If Avatuma touches anything, that thing becomes a reshine. And if that thing touches something, it drops the shaini. If that thing touches something, it's shlishi, it's so on. So if a sheretz touches a kli, this Avatuma can make a kli, any vessel, a reshine. Goes down one level. This is Midaraisa. That's it. The only way this kli can become tummy. Midaraisa is through Avatuma, one of these, a sheret or a human being that's Avatuma, that's Tommy, and he touched. Okay. Says the Gemara, If this Kli became Tommy through Avatuma, Rashi points out, because that's a Dairaisa Tommy, you can't put it in the mikvah on Yantif. Why? Because he had the opportunity to do so, Erev Yantif. Why were you lazy? If you were lazy, you get punished. If you had no choice, okay. But you had, a, you had the opportunity. I know you were very busy, but you should have gone to the mikvah and been Yantif, But if the tumah occurred on Yantif, it would be Yantif. Then we don't have this problem with him. He didn't do anything wrong. So he's allowed to go on Yantif. Vimisa, ask the Gemara. And if you're making all these gzeros, nigzad the Yantif, out to the Arab Yantif. It should be also to be Taibah on Yantif, because you might confuse it with the Arab Yantif. And Arab Yantif is also. And people come to say that you're allowed to be toivel on Yantif if the tumah occurred Erev Yantif. And that's, we said it's not allowed. You should make one blanket halacha. It's always awesome to be toivel on Yantif. Whether the tumah happened before, whether, why wouldn't people m- mistake that? It's not so common. Not so common. Why is it not common? Everybody's tar. Everybody is mitzvah to be toivel before Yantif. Everybody comes in Betara, very rare to have a case of Tuma on Yantif. Oh, going back one more time. This Kli touched the source, the Sheretz, or the Zav. You cannot be on Yantif. Oh, if it became Tome from a second level, not Avatuma, but a Rishon touched it. Now, Now that's only, it's a very light Tuma, it's a Tuma the Rabbanon, it's not the real deal. So you're allowed to put it in the Mikvah Yantav. once again, why don't I make Xeris? When do I make Xeris, when don't I? People are going to get confused between a Vlad and an Av. I don't know the difference really. I, I think I know it. There's an Av, there's a Vlad, the Av you're not allowed to, the Vlad you are. Everything should be awesome. What's the problem? What's the problem with this Kli that touched over here? It became a Shani. A Kli became a Shani. The only problem is for Kohanim. They have to eat Truma Batahara. And when you have Truma, you see, Truma is very sensitive. Kachim is the most 
sensitive besides the paraduma maybe. But as the Kedusha is stronger, very, very strong Kedusha has much more sensitivity to Tumah. But that's only for a Kayin that eats Truma. But Yisraelim don't have that. But Kohanim, there's reason. They know how to be careful with Tumah. So for them, we're not going to make Xeris. We're only going to make Xeris for the common folk, like us. Not for Rabbi Schoenberg's. What was uh, wrong with the previous I mean, the, the fir, not this on the, on the other, what we said on the other thing. I like this tarot better. It's even better. I mean, okay. But over here, we have, because we have a whole, we want to tell you, we have a whole community called Koyhanim that they're very, very careful. It's not a thing by them. Forget Shkiach. It's just, that's what they live. Koyhanim live Truma. It's literally like COVID. For me, it's like COVID. It's like, I can't stand here. I got to wear a mask. You're telling me to stay away from me. Get away from my food. You spit on my food. I can't eat it anymore. You touch my thing. Everything, they were very, very careful. Toshma. You have, to, you have to understand everything was about Tum and Tahira. And if this woman used up all her clothing through the week, and all her, the clothing is tummy. You have to put the clothing in a mikvah. It's unbelievable. If she wears clothing, goes to the mikvah, she's tar, wears clothing that are tummy, whatever she touches is finished. You can't, you can't eat it. It's finished. It's, 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 it's contaminated. So what should she do? You ask anybody in this room, anybody that didn't learn this Gemara, if I go into the mikvah with my clothes, am I yoytza mikvah? No. no. What about chatzitza? No. What? No. Oh. So the Gemara says, it's not a problem. It's pro- in those days, they didn't have the elastic bands and this and that. So what do you do? Ma remes v'toyvels b'vgodel. Obviously, you can't put a kli. What? No, it wasn't typical to go like that. But over here, she has no choice. She has no, she has no clothing that were laundered out of the tumah. So what do you do? And you can't put a kli in a mikvah yantif. There's a kli. Begging is a kli. So what do you do? She pretends that she herself goes to the mikvah. She does arama. It's a trick, trickery. She goes into the mikvah with the clothing, and Mamela, the clothing becomes tar. Oh. So you're asking that there should be a problem of kibos. You hear what he's asking? No, what's the teretz? So Taisis asks the kasha. Thanks for asking. Taisis says, it's similar to like when you, you wipe your hand on a towel. Why is that not kibos? Because it's derech tinof, he calls it. He calls it like, it's, it's dirty. Actually, you're, you're, you're not cleaning it. You're, you're making it dirty. It's going to the mikvah with it. It's, it's, it's not a way of cleaning clothing. It's the way to dirty clothing. So, well, it's not a problem. Fine. So, but, but what's the question? Once again, why is it on top of the Ahmed? We said that you might come to carry your clean Rishasravim. That's why you never let to bring it to the mikvah. But what about a case where you have your own private mikvah? Oh, I have to make exerah. What about a case where it's yantu? I have to make exerah. So we're also. How could she bring the clothing into the mikvah like that? She makes exerahs. Say no, it's always oser, no matter what. 
Maybe she'll just take the clothing without being on her. She'll just take it like a regular uh, bag of laundry, put it into the mikvah, take it out. She forgot. She didn't have that last year. It was only mutted for her because she was actually wearing it. She thought that it's mutted. People are going to get confused. She remembers Gantz fine. Why? How it was last year. And she's not going to get confused. She knows why she had to wear it. It's a weird thing to wear clothing into the mikvah. And she knows the halacha very well. You can't just tell God them only if you wear it. And really she's not going to get in. That's why we don't make it easier. Okay, fine. We're done with that. And now, back to the, the original question. Why does the mission say, according to everybody, you can't put a clean in the mikvah? Now we're holding on reason number two. Rabbi Yosef Amar, I'm concerned that if you bring a dish to the mikvah, you might bring your suit. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. Your couch into the mikvah. Your chairs into the mikvah. You have guests for Shabbos, they say, oh, by the way, I'm a Zav. I sat on your chair. Oops, take the whole dining room set, schlep it to the mikvah, in, out, next. That's how it goes. Your laundry, into the mikvah. Says the Gemara, it's gonna be, they're going to have those rapid tests. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, by the way, I just checked tonight, I'm a Zav. Yesterday, it's the Zav rapid test. Serious, it's a, it's a disease. Zivas is a, it's a disease. But it's, it's, the, it's the teacher's tumma. Kids are fine. Says the Gemara, Xavier Shimskito, Omar Leabaya, Tenach Kalim de Bene Schitanino, Mashiach is coming. That's great when you have things that you could actually wring out. It's a problem. You might be able, you might wring it out. Kalim de Bene Schitanino, Michael Amema. But what about a solid dish made out of metal? You're not going to wring it out. Omar Leabaya, Okay. Once again, we come to the same problem. Now he just introduced five questions, basically. All of a sudden, he makes xera. You have to make xera. Metal, glass, earthenware, atu, jeans, suits, and shirts. So he asked him all these questions. Like this. Maybe, I don't even know. If, whatever. Pretend these are all the five. He asked him the five questions. We just went to Holamud. Why do you make xeras? You should, why don't you make xeras on this and this and this and this and all things? On a nida, how can you not make xeras? And he said, on each one, there's no reason to be geyser. The Kohanim are very careful. The woman remembers that this and that. Okay, all five questions are not negaya. Says the Gemara, Bibi Omar, third reason. The reason why you can't put Caleb in the mikvah, xeras shema yasha. It's a takala. You might leave it around. You can't leave things hanging around. And therefore, I said, don't wait until Shabbos. Do it Erev Yontif and Shalom Yisrael. Tanya Kavasei the Rabbivi. There's a, a Tana that says like Rabbivi, Klishi Nitma Erev Yontif, Eimat Bilois Yontif. And he says, Mefurish. It can't get any better and any clearer than this. No diyukim. Gzeira Shema Yasha. I'm concerned. You don't want anything, you know, how many times has it happened that your, your, your kid, by mistake, took the fleshic spoon and made uh, spaghetti and cheese with it? So you put it on the side. And then on, on Friday, okay, I got to go grab the spoon. And you look for it. It's not there. And it's right back in the drawer where, where it came from again, right? It happens. It happened to you. It happens all the time. I think, not by Rabbi Schoenberg, of course. By people that are yakis, it, it doesn't happen. But by us, and then you have to take 
all the kalim and bring it. But I wasn't sure if it was fleshik and milchik. So I have to do fleshik and milchik. But it never happened. Happened live. Come on. Happens all the time. Put it up. So it says Gemara. That's Gzerishamiyasha. You can't leave these things hanging around in your house. You don't know. Cleaning lady's going to hop it. She sees a, oh, a fork. Why is it up here in the cabinet? Puts it right back in. Finished. Done. So you got to do it now. You go to the mikvah now. Rav Omar. And finally, the famous one that we always talk about, let's fix it a little bit. It's not fixing, it looks like you're fixing a kli. This human being was tame, he couldn't eat anything, and now you fixed him. You're worried about, not that you're actually fixing him. It looks like people, people are going to say, look, you're fixing him. You know, I'll fix things on Yantam. No, if he goes into the mikvah, he's cooling himself off. Nobody's going to get confused. Yeah, people cool themselves off in a nice pool. Nobody goes into a cesspool to cool himself off. If it's disgusting water, why? But for mikvah, yeah. I don't want to go there. If anybody's been to the mikvah, you understand the kasha. Which normal person would dunk into this thing? It wasn't a huge mitzvah and a thing, Right? <laughs> Dr. Factor said he's, he's kind of bald and he just wants to come out with the full head of hair. Okay. Wow. I don't know why I repeated that one. That, 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 that you can take out. I'm saying, even if you go into a very cold mikvah like the Arizal mikvah, which normal person going to Arizal mikvah if it wasn't for the mitzvah? It's freezing. You go, you go to the mikvah. Whatever, ask Dr. Fact, he'll tell you the mitzvah. Omar, I'm not. And it, how about the guy that goes like this, the finger? There's 700, fi- 700 mitzvahs, so you go like this. Says Gemara, Omar, I'm Yitzchak, Pa'adam Pa'am Shadam Ba, Bishrav, Bavichesam Bez. He comes in the heat. Shrav, Vrochet, Afilu, Bemei Mishra, he's so hot. That'll go into disgusting, the flax water. It's much gross. Okay, fine. I understand once in a while a person's that desperate. No, but in those days, just, I mean, maybe we did live then. We just, but it was rough then. You're so hot, there's no air conditioning. So you go into the flax water. What are you going to do? So you smell a little bit for a few weeks. What are you going to do in the, in the winter? Again, no sewer system. They stepped in who knows what, in soya, in, in, in tit. Yeah, you got you to gotta take care of it. Even in the, even in the winter, he's going to go into the water. What are you going to do in Yom So, On Shabbos, it says the Gemara like this. There's no melacha. Melacha. Now, we, this is the five inuyim that you have in your kid, you don't have Shabbos. But Rashi points out, we're talking about melacha. There's no melacha on Shabbos. That is, it's mutter on Shabbos, but usur on Yom Kippur. And Rashi says a very interesting lashon. He says, It's impossible that you should be more machmer. Shabbos is the... The peak. There's nothing more than Shabbos. We're, we're, we're Zaycha, we have it every single week. We got used to it. 
But even Yom Kippur, there's nothing like Shabbos. Shabbos is karis, it's much more chomer. I'm sorry, the skila. Yom Kippur is karis. It's more chomer. Says the Gemara, Ela hoyel ub Shabbos shari, Yom Kippur nami shari. Oh, sponsors, thank you. So before the hoyel, we just turned to that Yitzchak the base sponsored by the MDY Tehillim Group. For all those who need to do them with Shuas, please join us at Tehillim.com. Sponsor! Benetan Kushnud. For Zchos, for my children, Ayakolev and Yisrael Yaakov and Dvora. They should both do well in our Yisrael. Have a cheshik for Torah mitzvahs in Yerushalayim. So it says the Gemara. Hoyo. Hoyo. Since on Shabbos it's okay to wash your body like that when you're in a problem, so on Yom Kippur it'll also be okay. If you have toy and tit on the feet, you go into the, you go and you, you take care of it. So, very interesting, Shaila, this idea of hoyl. Since it's, do we have it a little later? Let, maybe we'll go a little later. Fine. Does Rava actually hold of this idea of Hayal? Since, since it's Muta over here, it's Muta over here. Since it's Muta in the beginning of the day, it's Muta at the end of the day. But Nan, a person has a toothache. So I don't know, what do they do today if people have toothaches? How do you, you go to the dentist, what else? How do you take care of it? You have to take medicine. What kind of medicine? Tylenol, codeine. What do you do? Doc, what do you do? You also, what do you do? Huh? What, what's going to take care of the pain right now? Whiskey. How about vinegar? In time of the Gemara, they drink vinegar. Now, the problem is, on Shabbos, you're not allowed to take medicine like that, unless it's Pikuch Nevesh. Not Pikuch Nevesh, the guy has a toothache. So, any kind of medicine is a problem of. You're not allowed to. So will that you're gonna die from a toothache? Okay, listen. I'm not a not a rabbi, nothing. But typically speaking, these kind of things, what? I had a toothache, but yeah, I hear. Okay, if Mamish puts you, but I don't know if that's Khajish Pisakara. Fine. I'm not passing it out. I'm just saying typically speaking, it's also to take medicine in uh, a light light sickness. Yeah. Well, you could you could eat chaimats, why not? You could eat chaimats, you could eat vinegar. What? So if it's if you're you're gonna see in a second, people eat it in certain ways. But if you're taking it for medicine, it's also on Shabbos. You're not taking medicine on Shabbos. You're grinding, you might come to grind. So it says like this: You should not sip the vinegar. You take a piece of bread, you stick it into the vinegar as a dip, and he eats it. Oh, by the way, I never ate bread with vinegar, but now if it helps my teeth, I'm okay. Because I didn't eat it for my teeth, I ate it for the bread. So it says that you're not allowed to sip it. You shouldn't sip it and spit it out, because that's, that's obviously doing it for your teeth. It says in the bride, so you could sip it. It's not a problem. So what is it? You could sip it or you can't sip it. Could you drink? When the mission says you can't sip it, the mission didn't mean that you swallowed it. When the mission says you're not allowed to sip vinegar, unless you have bread with it, it means you're not allowed to sip it and spit it out. Because then obviously people know that you're drinking it only for a fool. Why do you put it in your mouth and spit it out? You only did it for pain. 
But if you swallow it, okay, maybe you're a meshugan that likes vinegar. I don't know. So now we're talking, we need, we're coming to Rava. We have to figure out Rava. Rava says you could swallow it. Oh, Tibul means, in those days they used to dip. It means a meal. Rashi says it means a meal. If it's before the meal, then obviously, then it's okay. It's part of, but if it's after the meal, you're already finished. Why are you, why are you doing it now? Right? That's, what, that's the pshat. I think so. Yeah, fine. The, the problem is, Vimisa, but at the end of the day, name a hoyo, v'kaydim tibul shari, lacha tibul nami shari. Rava says, if Rava subscribes to the idea of hoyo, if it's mutter in the beginning of Shabbos, it should be mutter throughout all Shabbos. What's the difference? Bef- Once it's mutter because it's before a meal, I can't start splicing Shabbos into pieces. This part of Shabbos is also before a meal, it's mutter, after that. It's mutter, it's mutter. If it's mutter on Shabbos, it's mutter on Yom Kippur. It's mutter in the morning, it's mutter in the afternoon. Hoyl. So you see that Rava does not subscribe to the idea of hoyl. Says Gemara, Hadabi Rava Mahi. Rava took it back. This this thing of vinegar. Now I just, as a side note, very interesting halacha. If a mayol comes on Shabbos with a knife, I mean he has the knife there before Shabbos. He's allowed to do bris milah. Now, the classic case when the Mishnah talks about the muktza called muktza machmas chisar and kiss. It's something very valuable. You don't typically let people touch. What's a classic example? The Ismail, the, the, the uh, knife of a, of a mile. Very, very delicate. You don't let people, it's not something you give to your kid to play with. So, but what if this mile is doing a bris mila? So now it became mutter. Can another person touch it after the mila? Could he put it away? Could he take the knife and start walk away, go to upstairs and put it in his drawer? He's mutter to do the mila. So you, do you say hoyl? Hoyl that it was mutter for him to do the mila. So the muksa machasar and kiss evaporates and now the, for the whole Shabbos it's gone and it's not mukta anymore. No, 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 you don't might need to do a meal. You know about the meals. So you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to move things because you are like that. Sometimes you could, but not. Oh, you mean that's what that's what Monty is saying. I hear. You wouldn't want to take another. No, he's fine. He's going to put it in the table here. He has a place to put it, but it's it's going to be safe here. Am I allowed to? Two hours later, stop for no reason. Here, take out my knife, start showing it to people. Could I do that? Forget about putting it away. Down. Is, is, does the muksa leave or not? So both the Taz and Mugger and Vram hold that it doesn't leave. And the reason is they hold, it's very interesting, they hold that the muksa of muksa and kiss is from beginning Shabbos to the end. He just has a dispensation. He's allowed to use that knife for five minutes to do the mila, but the muksa is still there from beginning to end. That's how they learned it. Very interesting. Okay. Zakti Gemara. Huh? Suspended temporarily. Right. Something like that. Well, I don't know. If you say suspended, it'll be a problem. He's, he's allowed to go through that. Who told you Robert took back the, the vinegar thing? Maybe he took back the hoyl. How do you know which one he took back? He, maybe he doesn't hold. He says, since it's Mutan Shabbos, Mutan Yom Kippur. Maybe he took that back. 
That not. The Tanya called Chayove Tfilo is Tavlum Kedarkon, Bein Betishabov, Bein Yoimakipurim. So you see, then the day you're allowed to be Tavl for the mitzvah of Tfilo on Yom Kippur, on Tishabov, so you didn't take it back. So very interesting. If you look in the Bir Alacha in Simon Shin Chav Gimel, Siv Zayin, so it goes like this. The riff, he brings that, why can't you be toivel on Yantif? He brings these two reasons. Yasha and Schita, right over here. Blue and red. This is an Afkimin al-Alacha, and I'll tell you in a second. But the Rosh says the reason is this, Shemi Avirenu, and Nirikim Asakin Kli. What's the difference? La halacha. A basic, basic halacha. In our days also. Again, the riff says the reason why you can't be toivel kli is because you might be negligent. So what if you have a brand new kli that you bought from a guy? And a, we know that if you buy a kli from a guy, you have to be toivel. Buy from a Juna. From a, from a guy, you have to be toivel. Could you be toivel a brand new kli on Yantif? So if you say that the reason is schita, there's no schita, it's a kli. And if you say that the problem is you might come to leave it, you might, it's not tame. You just bought it from a guy, there's no problem, Shem Yasha. But if you say the problem is Shem Yavirenu Vishusa Rabim, there's a problem, Vishusa Rabim, a brand new kli that you bought it from a guy. So you cannot. And this is of, so you look in the Shulchan Aruch, it's very interesting. He just says in one word, he says, there's some people that say, it's, he says, it's, if you want to be toivel kli, you bought from a guy, it's mutter. But there are those that say that it's aser. Who are those that say it's aser? The rush, who says that's because the Shem Yavir and the green. And he says, Yerushamayim should sell his kli to a guy on Yantif, or sell it to him and take it back and borrow it from him. So, okay, when he goes in the, I'm not going to get into it, but there's a certain klalim when the, when the Shulchan Aruch talks that way, you see from here, the, a, a klal, when he says mutter, but some oiser, that means that he holds mutter. Okay, fine. Says the Gemara. Everybody agrees that you can take the water that's in a kli and touch it to the mikvah, but don't put the kli itself in the water. What does it mean? Don't try to play a trick here. Don't put the whole cup into the mikvah and say, oh, I was just trying to get the water kosher. Okay. Says Gemara, our mission that says this halacha, that you could make the water kosher, but not the kli. Here, check this out. The center right over here is our Mishnah. Hashaka is a mutter. I'm allowed to touch the water to the mikvah, but you're not allowed to be toivel the actual kli. Okay? Green is mutter, red is also. Ask the Gemara. Mani Maslisen, our Mishnah doesn't go not like Rebbe and not like Rabbanon. The Sanya. Eimad bilun is a kli al gav meim of the tarim, eimad shikin is a mayim bekli of the tarim, the Rebbe. 
Rebbe is the purple. Everything is Asr, he says. You can't do Ashaka and you can't be Taival. So, you look at Ashaka, Ashaka is off. Over here we say Ashaka is Mutter, Rebbe says Ashaka is Asr. So it can't be Rebbe. They, they say the opposite. Everything is mutter. If everything is mutter, what's going to be a problem? Tefillah. Everything is mutter, 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 green, green. So green, green over here lines up. Ashaka is mutter, great. But tefillah, they say is also mutter. It's a problem. Rebbe Kashi Ashaka. You could say it's Rebbe, you could say it's Rabbanon, and we're talking about the same thing. They're both talking about the same thing. That what? It's tiny over here, but I don't know if you can zoom in. This part is talking about Shabbos, and this part is talking about Yantif. Hashaka is Shabbos, Tfilah is talking about Yantif. And that's how we fix everything. That what? The ratio is Teuvel down here. Should have been maybe the opposite. Great. This is Yontif. Right over here. On Yontif, Ashok is Mutter. You now be Teuvel not on Yontif, not on Shabbos. But on Shabbos, Hashak is Asr. Why does it say in our mission Hashak is Mutter? Because it's Yantif. Our mission is Yantif, says Rebbe. So that's why Hashak is Mutter and Yantif. The only difference between Yantif and Shabbos is Hashaka. Hashak on Yantif is Mutter. And I say that Hashak on Shabbos is Asr. It's not a contradiction. I'm talking about Shabbos. You're talking about Yantif. No contradiction. That's it for today. Rabbanon. Could be goes according to Rabbanon. Again, they're not arguing. This part, the Ashaka part is, is Shabbos. The Tefillah part is Yantif. They say everything is Shabbos over here. So why, so that's great. Ashaka is Mutter. Why is Tefillah Mutter? Because it's Yantif. And the mission is talking about Shabbos. Rebbe said the mission is talking about Yantif. They say the mission is talking about Shabbos. And that's why it's also to be toivolically on Shabbos, but it's more to be toivolically on Yantif. Have a wonderful evening. Yeah.